0: August 10th, 2009, it's a Watt from Pedro Show. Show. uh August 10 2009 a Monday night uh, started off with John Coltrane things ain't what they used to be and then we heard from Yukari Roja I know Uta which is love song and uh, brother Matt yeah
1: How welcome you? aboard here get your talker yeah hello it's all bound up the talker's bound up so. Howdy.
0: And uh, we had to do a Monday night because you're about to leave for the Blue Marfo. Yeah,
1: ready to boogie. Days away. And, uh, yeah, that was a... It came chasing, to you and a Jack... Chasing Jack Flanders. Yeah,
0: Jack Flanders flashback. because was <laughs> an adventure Jack Flanders where he's in the Blue Marfo. Yeah. So if we listen back to that, we'd probably hear sounds that you're about to hear. Yeah, some jungle sounds. Yeah. And when do you leave? Thursday night Thursday, okay And how long? 20 days 20 days 20 days of Amazon adventure Brother Matt, we got a guest Yeah Mr. Rafi Welcome Hi Hi. Is this good? Yeah Who's from, uh, originally from Bulgaria That's right Yeah Welcome to Pedro First time to Pedro, but you lived in L.A. before
2: Yeah, I did some schooling here Freelance a little bit.
0: Ah. Uh, and um, you're here courtesy of Peek, who ain't here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's cool. She's been on the show a lot, and uh, I'm guessing her connection with you is Couchsurfing.com. That's correct. Yeah.
2: My first host.
1: Right. So you're cocking at her pad, LaSalle Park. I did. That's right. Yeah. Cool. Great. So how are her couchsurfing facilities? How would you rate them?
2: The facilities... I don't know what the criteria is, but she's very friendly, the house has a perfect location and view.
0: And that's a good facility. That's already too good, right? Excellent.
2: Yeah. Nice vibes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she's good people. Did she take your picture yet?
2: She... Yes. As soon as I came in, actually. Very casual there.
0: (laughs) So how long were you in L.A. when you were here before? Uh,
2: A little over five years. Five years? I did four years of school yeah maybe five and a half
0: altogether how long ago oh one to
2: 06-ish. oh six ish two thousand one two thousand six yeah
0: uh, before that where were you Bulgaria ah yeah so was it your for your first time out
2: first time across the ocean
0: yeah uh but, oh you traveled through Europe before
2: you know yes, yeah, not so much just neighboring countries because of the uh politics at the time
0: oh what wow. how old are you? Now I'm thirty. Thirty. How did they start changing? Late eighties. Eighty nine. Yeah, eighty nine. That's right. So that's twenty years ago. You were ten.
2: Yes, I was ten.
0: <laughs> so do you, have you? You got big memories of the older way, or boy memories? Well,
2: I have some. Yeah, I have some. Certainly. Sometimes I remember things that. I always did, but now the contrast is more striking than it used to be.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Tell us about some contrast. Oh boy, it's
2: so many levels. I have no idea where to start from.
1: Like, uh,
0: well, you know, U.S. people. <laughs> what would be like, kind of wild for U.S. people? Uh, contrast that you got going now that you didn't have when you were uh,
2: 10 and younger. Is this show broadcast in L.A.? Or is it everywhere? The whole
0: night? world. Earth.
2: Okay. It'd probably be more interesting for L.A. people than anybody else because everybody drives here. But one car-related memory. Yeah. When I was growing up, basically you could only buy cars that are made in the Eastern Bloc. That would be maybe... Seven, 75% Russian cars.
0: Yeah. Lattice. Well, Lattice. Lattice were actually a Fiat that they licensed. Did they I don't know. Yeah. I didn't know I that. So. Maybe I'm wrong.
2: A lot is worried if you are middle class. Moskvich is sort of the everyday everybody's car. But when I say everybody's car, you know, not yeah. everybody had a car. Right. But right, the yeah. thing was not only that not only could you not buy a western made car, but you would wait I think between fifteen and eighteen years <coughs> to get from from the from the moment when you have money yeah. to the moment that your car is being delivered. Wow, so you would wow. apply for it. The official term was applying for a license. And your license takes about about an adulthood to, yeah. to come around. So basically, if you have a baby, you put down... I don't know what the proper term would be, application. or Not a down payment, because you have to have the money uh-huh. in full. So it's not... But it would come around by the time he's ready to drive. Wow. Wow. And, of course, the model would have changed very little.
1: It would lock not, you into that model that you... The year that you applied, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you would not the roads have... where that happened. Sorry. How are the roads?
2: Uh, you know, it's probably now? probably whatever you can imagine. Well, they're building slowly. At the same time, the other roads are getting destroyed. So, uh. you, you know, you could you could see some really strange things for an urban environment, which yeah. probably you wouldn't see here. Although that freeway I was on, not, you know, I mean, gets <laughs> yeah, a lot of traffic, so.
0: Right, so it's a slow go.
2: But there, there are places in town, from Plovdiv, which is the second biggest town, which is, you know, kind of a major area for the yeah. country. You could go not even way out of town to see holes maybe, what is this, like a foot deep. And when it rains, you just, you don't, you don't know how deep it is. So basically, oh, if it right. rains, just avoid any kind of puddle. <laughs> right,
0: You're talking about potholes. Right. <laughs> right no, yeah, yeah. It's wow. Maybe a little rough on the car there. Right. Right. Wow So um, Do you remember When the change came? Yes I do Yeah what were you doing? Probably going probably to Probably running
2: school, right? around uh, I don't know that I had very vivid memory Like I don't really I didn't really understand What was going on To going me it was right? just You know Something on TV People burning the parliament yeah. You know this kind of things. Um so, not, not nothing really. The, the contrast oh, was more probably I'm the life during that time and the life afterwards than yeah, the actual right. uh, splitting point. Like there wasn't, it wasn't very.
0: Um, <laughs> you, you it. What about the food situation?
2: The food? Yeah, we had some things after, shortly after the change of the regime.
0: And you didn't have.
2: Uh, yeah there was a coupon Good. are you guys familiar with the coupon system no. like not not these kind of coupons you guys have oh hello, hello um, coupons in the sense of their shortage of shortage of things right. bread oil, sugar whatever so every household gets whatever their allowance is, so money doesn 't play a role at this point if you don 't have a coupon, you can 't get it
0: ah and if you' like rationing. Is that what it's called here? Yeah. Right, brother Matt. Rationing. Hey guys, we're trying to do a show here. <laughs> so, rationing. I don't know what rationing. Is. Rationing means like there's only so much available, so we gotta like kind of dole it out. So it's uh. Yeah. You don't all get used up, or
2: uh, yeah, basically, you would, you know. I forget what the num- the the amount was, but like if you have. One bread a day for a household. Then, okay, you for you know obviously you have to have the money, you have to have the coupon, and you have to not be towards the end of the line.
0: <laughs> there were lines, right? Oh,
2: huge lines. Yeah, right. My grandfather, uh, bless his soul, was uh, would get up at four, you know, to go wait in line. Getting a line. Yeah, because by the time he gets to the bread, it would be the time where most people have to start work. So my mother wouldn't go. you
0: know <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So that's kind of a striking. is there lines yeah. nowadays hmm? lines nowadays no there's probably uh, more places or, or is there still lines <laughs> there are
2: lines but they were changing first lines were at the grocery stores then they were at the various embassies and now, um, now it's surprising they're the coffee shops for an no obvious reason yeah. yeah
0: in Bulgaria have probably, probably that line. strong Turkish kind of
2: coffee huh? uh, <laughs> yeah you could call it Turkish I guess but I know what you mean
0: yeah it's now filtered
2: not filtered. Yeah, the, the I had some in
0: Serbia and Belgrade, and it's very strong.
2: Do they call it Turkish there, too? He
3: calls it Armenian.
2: We call it Armenian because my family is Armenian. Okay.
0: Ah. <laughs> well, yeah, there's probably some <laughs> reasons why it's called that. But I, I don't know why it was called that. Maybe, you
2: know. Well, it comes from the Ottoman Empire, so Greeks call it Greek. You know, That's Armenians r- call it yeah, Armenian. So there's
0: some history baggage. The names of things. Uh, it's probably
2: Ottoman is the best.
0: <laughs> different than our filtered coffee, and uh, like you didn't drink it all the way to the bottom because.
2: Well, so there's much a thing. Stuff
0: sitting <laughs> the, but, but I liked it.
2: The way I, I, do you know the proper way of drinking it? No, no, i it comes from the. Uh, actually, I don't know how you grind it and how you prepare the coffee, but I, I know it from boiling. Till till the end of the process, so. I'm not going to go into. Describing the bo- process probably is not very interesting, but once your coffee is made, yeah. um, you you asked how much you drink. So there's there's a kind of a fine line. You obviously don't want to drink the whole thing because yeah. there's the uh, sediment, the sediment yeah on it's the bottom. Uh, but you can't drink. You can't leave a lot either because uh, what happens after you drink the coffee? You put your cup, your plate, on top of the cup. You flip it upside down. And yeah. you 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 know you're having conversation, eating cookies, whatever it's called. In about ten fifteen minutes, when it all dries out, yeah, you you take the cup, you turn it around, and um, the person who's experiencing that in the company there should always be one tells your future by reading your cup. Ah, yeah. Righteous. So if it's, if you left too much liquid inside, right. it'll wash everything. So it's you, a hard read. Will, yeah, <laughs> you will mess up your future, and you don't want to
0: be. Rafa, where did you learn English so well?
2: Uh, well. Well uh, you know you started I, I started here, here, here. But
0: Yeah, I've been here fifty one years <laughs> <laughs>
2: um yeah, I think just being in a country where nobody most Did you learn it over people. there at
0: first, like primitive?
2: I, I had formal I had formal instruction ah, cool. at home. Yeah. But I always like languages too. Yeah, yeah. I I have friends that have spent the same amount of time here or more maybe that you know. Just I don't know. I don't know why, but some people just...
0: Some people got a knack for it.
2: I I just love it. How many many
0: languages do you speak?
2: Well, fluently, I just speak Bulgarian and Armenian. I uh, speak Greek a little bit, because my mother has been living there for a long time.
0: And uh, English, too. So that's four.
2: Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Russian is very similar to Bulgarian. So uh, if you speak to me in Russian, I'll understand everything. But if I speak to you, I'll speak with a mistake.
0: Probably Slav, too.
2: Macedonians is yeah. in Bulgaria. You don't translate on TV when there's
0: anything. Yeah, because so <laughs> in Croatia, Serbia,
2: and also Bulgaria claims. What about like Poland and Czech? Uh, Polish, you know, not Czech, but Polish.
0: Yeah,
2: depends kind of? how fast
0: yeah, okay. you speak it. Slovakia, maybe now. That's close to Czech. Yeah, because we got in Pedro, we got a big Slav community. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, when I came here, I came here from Virginia when I was ten, and I never heard that language, you know. And the cats here are speaking that in Italian, and of course Spanish. Right? I'm at school, and then when I started touring and going into Europe, and I hear the sounds, especially in the East, it mm. reminds me of Pedro. Even though I know there's big di- there's regional differences right. and yeah. stuff, the, the sounds. Right. Similar, it took me back from when I was a young boy first coming to Pedro and hearing the Slav language. And yeah. what's her
2: background? Huh? Your background?
0: My mother's people were from Italy.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: My father's mother's from Denmark and his daddy. My, the one name Watt is Scottish.
4: Hmm.
0: But they came a long time ago. The other one's more recent. So, <clears throat> it was a trip I was always interested in. I was always interested in. Too, when I found out about Slavs and Pedro I, I looked at a map and I saw San Pedro and I saw and they're mainly from this island off Dalmatia called Vis I was like how'd they find this town? <laughs> you know, how could these do two... and what happened was some people got here and they told the rest yeah hmm. connections yeah. through families right Marsich yeah, is fishing. a big plant yeah. yeah it's not like they're throwing a dartboard yeah. and well yeah okay Pedro <laughs>
4: and
0: fishing it Dalmatian coast a lot of fishing mm-hmm. so it makes sense but at first I didn't understand wow the connection now. I found out now, now we got you know, some other guys. what's this guy going to camp out in the head or what <laughs> <laughs> Peak's here everybody say hey, hi hey, Peek. hello and you brought over a friend hello,
3: Roma hi hi we're friends via uh, the We've the, the,
0: the yeah. they connection? met before with Rafi
3: yeah.
4: Rafi
5: how are you doing? Good to see you, yeah. How do you spell? Um, R-O-M-A-I-N. Romain? Roma. Roma. Roma, yeah. Oh, because French. Yeah. It's
0: an R. <laughs> <laughs> and what town are you from?
5: Uh, Versailles. Versailles? Near Paris. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I know. Uh,
5: Casa, a very
0: pa- pretty house.
5: Palace uh, of Versailles. Mansour Mansion. And the other one is Lou. Lou? Mm. And he's yeah. in the Lou. Lou?
0: <laughs> Lou is in
5: the Lou, yes. and he's from uh, Anières. Anières, Anières sur Seine, near Paris, very close. Ah, yeah.
0: so you are both close enough, but not in it. sort of like Pedro with Hollywood. We're close, <laughs> yeah, but not too close. <laughs> Maybe thirty miles, I Four, to, forty-five clicks.
3: I tried to go find some lobster for them because I heard in France lobster is a little bit hard. To Fine, I
5: guess. And so expensive, too. You could
0: have found it here, uh, Portugal. It's pretty expensive. But it is. $18 a a pound. Yeah, it's not the season, I
3: guess.
0: (laughs) Oh, you didn't find any?
3: Yeah, but not cheap.
0: Well, there's a thing where they they gotta be so big before you can take them, because they went and wiped them. Hey, Lou, how you doing? How are you?
6: How do you spell your name? Uh, L-O-U-P. Lou? Yeah, you just boomed
0: on Zippia. That's okay. Thank okay. <laughs> you. Welcome
6: aboard. You
5: guys just ever through.
0: been to Pedro?
5: No. Never. First this time is the harbor
0: of Los Angeles. Okay.
4: First
0: we're started. a harbor okay. town. We we're telling Rafi here. Most people here uh, load and unload boats. Mm-hmm. Some, uh fishing fleet's kind of small now, but the, there's a lot of tradition in it. Brother Matt's, well, his grandfather helped start the big tuna company. You know, like tuna fish in a can? Tuna
5: fish, yes, I see. Uh, Star kiss. Mm-hmm.
0: Chicken of the sea, bumblebee, There's some, a lot of companies came out of here.
5: Fishing is a bus- is a big business here?
0: It was, now it's smaller. smaller. We're too good at it. You can fish down. You have to farm fishing, you can't just take, mm-hmm. take, take. But older days, you didn't realize it. But we still got a little fleet, maybe 30 mm-hmm. boats. And the canneries went away. They're in Samoa now. Yeah, but uh, there used to be. There's an island on the other side of the harbor. Is Long Beach? You ever hear that, Mm Jeff? Yeah. So we share the harbor of Long Beach, and in between is Terminal Island, and that's where all the canneries used to be. Okay. This is the biggest port in the world, isn't it? I think, as far as like moving tons, I think. Yeah, Singapore on what
1: statistics you look at. Yeah,
0: I think Singapore and Hong Kong are yeah. ahead of us. Yeah, if you but look we're at bigger the than Rotterdam of, now.
1: Number of containers is another way that they look at it. Right. So, yeah, but depending on what statistics, it's one, two, or
4: three.
1: Mm-hmm. We move a lot, but you know what? That stuff coming from Hong
0: Kong and Singapore is coming. <laughs> Most of it's coming through here, so we're kind mm-hmm. of sisters. But we're bigger in Rotterdam now. That used to be the big daddy, and bigger than uh, Elizabeth, which is by New York, the East Coast one. Uh, we had a name. My father was a sailor, so we had a Navy base here, and it was uh, taking up space when they got rid of that Navy base. Turned the whole harbor into a can. Term. We call them containers cans. Mm-hmm.
1: All the stuff moves in those. Yeah, it's shipping. That's a Chinese shipping company. It used to be the Navy base. Yeah, right. All kinds. They're all over.
0: And uh, like this morning, I was riding my bike, crack of dawn. No sunrise, so much marine layer a China boat came out, um, China shipping, maybe crew of, like 12, 13 guys, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, 900 cans. Each can is a semi truck. A lot of Casio watches. Yeah. And it's a, t- <laughs> it's a trip to see them leave in full, too, because they're usually full coming in and going out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, riding high on the way out. Yeah, riding high on the way up. Yeah, yeah, because uh, we buy a lot more than sell. Yeah. It's like uh, all the trade from Asia. Actually, we're in competition. Alameda, the name base that used to be by San Francisco, it turned into a can terminal, and Seattle's got one, Portland's got one, San Diego's got a little bit, but they still got a lot of Navy there. But uh, we're the big daddy. In fact, I think our name's called World port or yeah, something, yeah. yeah so good that the, some chamber of commerce people brainstormed. Brandy. but it's uh, a good thing about it is cats living here working. They don't. You saw that on the freeway. A lot of that, if you noticed, there was one head probably in every car. That's called mm-hmm. commuting. Now, bad thing about SoCal is we have no rapid transit worth anything. Right. So all these cars. So. Working men in Pedro don't have to go far to work. It's very localized at work, so that's a very good thing. Uh, We did have the biggest light rail system in the world. We had a thousand miles of light rail in 1960. They sold it all for buses. Big scam. But I don't want to pressure too much. So let's play some music. Oh, you know, last week I was in New York City. Yeah. And I got to interview Richard Hale. uh, Cool. I wanted to talk about the old. I asked him about the clothes. Uh, he got kind of <laughs> touchy about that. So I want to play some Richard Hell music yeah. that I wanted to play last week. But yeah, okay, what from you? Okay, we heard some Richard Hale. Now, I played those four songs um, just now because I wanted to ask him about it. Actually, there are four different versions of the same music. First, we heard Love Comes in Spurts by the Neon Boys. Then we heard Love Comes in Spurts by the Heartbreakers. And then one track, mine by the Heartbreakers. And then Love Comes in Spurts" by Richard and of Voidoids. Now, I found out from the Neon Boys, same kind of words, but you can tell the music's way different. They, they had never played a gig. I didn't know that. And, uh, it tripped me out. He said they wouldn't play as a trio. They were looking for a fourth, uh, second guitar as a fourth member. And then the Heartbreakers is a band he made with Johnny Thunders. And, uh really wanted to ask about Johnny Thunder because I really enjoyed his music. I didn't get a chance. And then One Track Mine was, he had left the Heartbreakers and they got a guy named Billy Rath on bass and they made an album called LAMF and there's this song on there called One Track Mine. And actually before we did the show I went to St. Mark's Church with him for some They set up a fund for uh, poets who get sick and don't have money. This kind of endowment, donated by this lady, there's going to be a festival there uh, named after uh, Allen Ginsberg's Hal. And Richard said some poems at it, spoke there. And on the way, walking back to his pad, he still lives. You know, building Ginsberg lived there. I asked him about this. You know, where these birds came, and he goes, oh yeah, those guys used to do that. He said, I never heard it. He said, I never heard this. Okay. But it's the same music. I think Waldo is singing it, Walter Lure. And then, Love comes in Spurts, the one off the blank generation, the, the famous one, of course. So it's weird how this song evolved for me, being in a band and trying to write songs and make records too. But, uh, well, you know, he has reason. He did talk about the old days a little bit because he redid uh, Destiny Street. Uh-huh. Yeah, he found this tape, like a refer- uh, roughs, like when you go in during the day, you uh-huh. do your sessions and they give you a rough because the masters got destroyed. So he took this and he sang over it and he had Bill Frizzell and a Mark Rebo play guitar. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a trip. So that's going to come out. It's called uh, Destiny Street Repaired. Cool. And, uh... I did get to talk some old stuff about it, but, you know, I probably was foaming on him, but he's my first punk rock hero. Uh, now, uh, while we were playing the music, Lou was talking to Rafi here. What were you asking him?
6: Yeah, um... What was my question again? After, uh, Something the, about the, mentality. The end of the oh, uh, USSR. Oh, yeah, because so, Rafi it? came from Bulgaria. Mm. I'm true. Um, okay. So, after the end of communism government in Bulgaria. how do you feel that i mean is there a mentality differences between the comparison in comparison with the past and the present actually how people behave and how do you felt when you were 10 and the government just fall down
2: i don't remember really how i felt i don't i don't have many memories from i don't remember my feeling from the time but yeah, know, you. You know, I
0: can't remember a lot of shit when I was ten.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. But, but I do remember, I do remember events and things. And now, of course, I could have a feeling from this perspective now, twenty years later. Yeah. So it's not the same, you know. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What about
0: on the other hand? How old are you, Lou?
6: Twenty-one. I'm ah, twenty-one.
0: He's thirty. Sorry. He's thirty.
6: Uh, yeah, yeah, I know.
0: Vermont, old guy. Paul. Twenty. <laughs> 20. Yeah. Young cats. <laughs> yeah, so sure. So you know what? This stuff was happening when you were born.
5: Yeah. Yes, the same year. Yeah,
0: so you have no idea before. No, we just... Because I wanted to ask you, you guys being Frenchmen, do you feel safer no. without a USSR?
6: Not really. We, we n- we've we never lived You've with never lived that
5: written. I mean, we have always felt like... No, when we hear uh, on the news that there are conflicts or... Uh, like, uh, arguments between uh, Russia and uh, uh, America. We feel like we are between both yeah, yeah. of <laughs> them and we can't do anything. See, that's scary. We are not loud well, enough. Last
0: summer, there was trouble with Georgia. Not the U.S.-Georgia.
6: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, uh, in fact, I think uh, the French boss went over and made the peace or brokered it or something.
5: Y- y- Sarkozy? He tried yeah. to he <clears throat> um, he has make s- a deal or something. S- Sarkozy is very involved in... Um, uh, European uh, Peace European movement for peace Yeah And he wants to uh, Europa to be like a safe continent Yeah To put an end to every conflict Yeah And he, Have you heard of uh, the woman who was uh, captured by the South uh, South American guys Yeah Far Yeah Colombia. Yeah Colombia. Yeah, yeah, Far And, Far- and finally he made a lot for her, and he succeeded in uh, bringing her back uh, to France, maybe 10 years after, I don't remember, 10-15 years later. Lo- yeah, yeah, in 10 in. years. Yes. So,
0: uh, you guys, where did you learn your English?
6: Oh, uh, 9 years ago. School? School. Yeah, <laughs> but my English is it's not good.
0: Oh, it's pretty good.
6: I wish you can you understand. Know,
0: older days were like when I first was touring and stuff. Not much English in France. Mm. yeah, much more popular now to be able to speak Yep. so maybe more in the schools
5: uh, yes, yeah, yeah. F- French people are thought, thought to be not very uh, uh, interested in foreign languages yeah. <laughs> very... you have a department for that yeah. you know what no, you know, <laughs> yeah.
0: there are so many things that people say about French Yeah. and I've been there so many times mm-hmm. and sure you're going to meet some you know, whatever Mine? kind of people but you meet them in every land yeah. for yeah. the most part I really like people I've met that have been mm-hmm. treated very well very nice well, it's very crazy but this is what happens and this is why I'm very interested and in, in, very grateful to Peak for the, this CouchSurfing.com thing where people Absolutely. meet people. <laughs> <They open laughs> thank you very opinion much just from television and rumors yeah. and you actually meet the people or yes. you go to their lands their guests or they get to be guests in your lands yeah. and you get rid of all this bullshit know-it-all uh Uneducated
5: opinions. You can hear from the country by uh, thanks to very thanks to people who live every day in in this place and know everything that is going on. For example, the French riots, which yeah. who, which take place uh, to one year ago, two years ago. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Uh, on the French news, we heard that uh, uh, American uh, news were yeah. saying uh, were too... Um, aggressive about what was really happening yeah. they were making too much no- noise that it was really yeah it was not Paris is burning Paris is on fire yeah. it's so just in some areas <coughs> there are riots that's yeah. it and not everywhere not uh, yeah, terrorists sure. are but in danger don't go there yeah, yeah. what
6: you heard that in America
5: really yeah, there that
0: there's, there's some silly
6: show. like civil war in France terrible look
0: there was a time maybe what six seven eight years ago when they wanted to stop saying french fries mm. yeah, yeah, yeah totally to them them. Fries. i have heard mean, about fries yeah some yeah <laughs> was it seven years
7: ago really? yeah
0: the beginning
6: well, of the 2001 it was this cookie
0: stuff it was this really cookie stuff because uh, do you guys know about a thing called uh, Hot Pocket? Yorktown no. <laughs> sorry <laughs> I'm <laughs> kidding no, really, Sorry. Hot Pocket so anyway
3: sorry
5: hot pockets, <laughs> we discovered yeah. we <laughs> discovered that no, in the know, United States like Yorktown <laughs> Yorktown no. What, where um, is it? No. What,
0: what Well, th- we had this uh, divorce with England.
6: Yes. Oh, yeah.
0: And the last battle was called Yorktown. Oh, and yeah. the French, <laughs> they brought their navy, they brought their soldiers, they helped us. We couldn't have won our revolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: Well, you know. Wh- which...
0: So, I, I don't know what the, the, the freedom fries, I mean, the... the sure, see, I mean, these clowns, that. this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So so, <laughs> I'm glad you're
6: here. Yeah. <laughs> Finally.
0: How long you been traveling?
6: 45 days. 45 Today, days. yeah. Cool. That's
0: your first U.S. trip.
6: For me, yeah, uh, third,
5: third.
6: Third time. Yes, but it Southern was. Cal. S- sorry. Southern
0: Cal for you.
5: Uh, yes. No, you were in Raleigh. Oh no, I was in. I was in uh, Raleigh, in North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, Raleigh. Yes, I was in the host family, but uh, never uh, had uh, such a road trip like this one. We started in New York.
0: Oh, they
3: hitchhike somewhere.
5: Wow. Oh, ground oh, buses. No. Never take no, ground buses. Yeah, not, not <laughs> I don't
6: buses. know about
0: hitchhiking somewhere. <laughs> Might be a little scared.
6: No, but it's so interesting because we see a lot of different landscape and a lot of different people behavior. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, ground buses is really interesting for that. Um, all parts of America are so different. And
0: they are. A lot of regions, a lot of different... Uh, uh, or just the land...
5: Yes, just, yeah, you just can that. a mountain,
0: you can have bayou, you can have forests. Desert, deserts, yeah. forest,
1: different dialects and all those areas. Also, yes.
6: Yeah, we're you not able to recognize different accents. Yeah. But I don't know it is told and it is true that on the West Coast people are maybe more welcoming, you say?
0: Ah, really, thank you.
6: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it I mean, is told and it is true. I'll tell
0: you this, uh, our weather's calm. We don't get real hot, we don't get real cold. Mm-hmm. Right now, the East Coast, very humid. What are well, tri- summers like in Bulgaria? Humid? Uh, Bulgaria? No,
8: not
2: not that humid. I would say, I like saying that it's the same like New York without the humidity.
0: Oh, so it's still hot, but not... Uh, I was in New, yeah, New York just- last week, and it was, <laughs> it was like... The air just stood out in front of you and would not let you breathe it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it taunted me. <laughs> it's was, it was horrible. But I got to make an album. I got to play one good day of weather, and it was when I played Central Park. Yeah, and then you know it'd be all hot and sweaty, and then thunderstorms would just rip on anyway, and with these uh, lightning. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy, but interesting place, New York City. Yes. A lot of good chow. Good, uh, Yeah. This you yeah.
3: guys
0: have your last night? Gig. I played in, uh... West L.A. It was punk Rock Barbecue yeah. with Kitty. And uh, I uh, wore my gym bay. I should have brought the gym bay to, uh... New York City.
3: And the other night, they, they sat and met, uh... At the
0: Echo... The Echo, they met uh, Lorna Doom? Lorna no, Doom yeah. I saw Friday night at the, uh... Redwood Barn Grill. But yep. Yeah, Lorne Doom played bass for Germs. Yeah, that's what she told us. Ah, you it met
5: t- her. It was interesting. She just asked her asked us for, uh, for a for lighter, <laughs> and Lou gave uh, gave her his lighter. Yeah. And I told Lou, I told Lou, uh, Lou, come on, to a lady, you you light her cigarette. You don't give her <laughs> a lighter. <laughs> and then we started talking. And, and then
3: I walked out. I'm like, do you know who she
0: is? She <laughs> was in the. She still is. They still have the band, the Germs, mm-hmm. which was big band. In our uh, old LA punk scene
5: in yeah. the 70s. Uh-huh. 70s? Okay. Yeah,
0: I saw them in 78, 79. <coughs> Great album they put out in 79 called G.I. They
3: made Leonard Don last
0: night. And Don Bull is the drummer? Yeah, yeah he played in the new Power Rangers. Raw Power Rangers. Raw oh, Power, Power Rangers. Rangers. Mm-hmm. James Williamson was there. In fact, I just came for practice with James Williamson. And Scotty Ashton and Steve McKay.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I've been doing it since last week. We've got another three days. That's very interesting, playing with them. Still the youngest guy in the band. But uh, The Germs was playing before, uh, yeah, even before you were
9: born. <laughs> <laughs> Young the boy.
0: Old, yeah, was the old man, Rafi, even before him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they're a big band, and very innovative, and uh, yeah. unique, individualistic. And it was very important to our scene. The singer died very young, 22 years old. Yeah, that's Darby what Darby Crash. Yeah. yeah. So they carry on the other three with this uh, younger man from Louisiana named Shane. Yeah. So you've been taking them to gigs? I've
3: tried to take, uh, take them all my life. I wish had such things as your gig.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's kind <laughs> of a <In> unique <laughs> gig. Uh, once uh, a summer, they have this, uh, like, yeah, everybody brings chow after uh, barbecue and then play. Music and you see people from the old days. Some dude yeah. came up from Pedro, brother Matt, with uh, from A One Import brought some uh, parsley and garlic oh, yeah. sausages. Yeah, cat named Mister Jim. That was great. Nice. There was a lot of good chow in it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I worked there before. <laughs> You've been to A One. We all been to A One. I used to work on Seventh Street. I was right? a token blonde dude. Eighth Street, yeah. Eighth Street. Sorry, i remember. memory bad.
0: Um, I want to ask you guys, but we'll wait for the second hour because we're almost down here. But I want you to think about it ahead of time. <coughs> You've been to some uh, clubs, some gigs here, mm-hmm. SoCal. Yeah. So I want to ask you, what's the difference between gigs here and gigs back home? Okay. 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 Two okay. raffy. Right.
5: Think about it. About
0: the Bulgarian gigs. Okay. We're at the end of the first hour. What from Pedro show, August tenth, two thousand nine. Hold tight for hour two. August 10th, 2009. It's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro show.
4: One, two, three, four! One, two, three, four!
8: me up. Will tell me how does it feel? Will tell me how does it feel to be on your own, like a complete unknown, like a rolling stone. Well on the steeple, all the pretty people drinking, thinking that they got it made. Exchanging precious gifts and things, you better take that diamond ring, you better. Pointed babe, you used to ride on a chrome horse with your diplomat, with a cat on his shoulder cat Ain't it hot when you Discover that He really wasn't Where it's at After he took from you Everything He could steal Well tell me How does it feel Well tell me How does it feel To be on Your own like a complete unknown, like a rolling stone.
0: What from Pedro Show? Go to Mexico and then from Mexico. And, uh,
6: Mexico.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah. How you do it. that's how you do it. That's the only way. Uh, or Canada. Okay.
5: Kind of,
0: kind of uh, kind of we just heard, uh,
5: Okay.
0: starting off the second hour was Chatterbox by New York Dolls, then we heard uh, Heartbreakers Live doing Chinese Rocks, that's Richard Hell singing, then K. Sera by Johnny Thunders, and Like a Rolling Stone by John, Johnny Thunders, both covers, and kind of interesting. Things I too. wanted to play with Richard Hell as my guest, mm-hmm. but we didn't get to that. He played some Shostakovich, oh. and a uh, big long Velvet Underground song. He was... I remember at one point when we were listening to the Velvet thing, uh, he goes, man, I'm running out of things to say. And I said, well, let me ask you questions. <laughs> 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 uh, so we're talking about... Uh, with the guests here... Uh, yeah, sources of words. And I'm f- surprised that they don't realize that the English has got a lot of French.
6: Yeah. Just the influence is so important. Finally... Because I don't know,
0: is there... Uh, you know, why, why do you think it's called Louisiana?
6: Yeah.
5: There's a king called Louis. Yes. Louis. And you know, Napoleon
0: sold it to Mr. Jefferson for... Uh, uh, drinkers. Yeah. Which year was, was it? Like, oh, German? God, 1804? 1804?
5: Yeah, 1805
0: yeah, or Louis. something. Louisiana oh, Purchase. I mean. They teach us that at school. It's yeah. <laughs> called oh, the Louisiana Purchase. And it was okay. incredible. It, it d- more than doubled the, yeah, the land. huge. Mm-hmm. Huge. It went, you know... Well, Canada, French word, you know... Yes. England and France had a war and stuff, and, and, and Quebec stayed mm-hmm. kind of the, the culture, stayed, but yeah. the political power went to England. But all that, and uh, the old tradition of the French in the New World was trappers. Yeah, yeah. so they lived with Indians a lot. They didn't mm-hmm. really build big cities. Mm-hmm. Maybe the biggest one they built was New Orleans. Mm. New Orleans, huh? Yeah. Orleans? Yeah, yeah, over there. Okay, beautiful city. Okay,
6: one of the best.
0: Yeah, but it's roots. France yeah. okay but the, all the way up in the north into Canada it was this whole place they were here early Spain was here first but then yes. France right after then England mm-hmm. came a little later mm-hmm. and the Dutch too yeah. New York's original name was yeah, Amsterdam York. New Amsterdam oh yeah, yeah. Amsterdam yeah Oh, yeah. yeah. ah, there's yeah. a town uh, in Holland called Harlem yeah, uh, yeah. Hoboken yes. yeah yeah right Brooklyn and these names are fr- originally from a lot of really yeah, because most of the cats came from Europe that settled here in different ones. Yeah. Yeah. But the French guys, big part of our our beginnings. And the thing about being a trapper and living with the Indians and not in cities, they married Indian women. Mm-hmm. The English kind of brought their own women. So the French inter... Spain, Spain mm-hmm. did it too with the Indians and the Central American stuff. Mm-hmm. So they, uh, they call it mestizo. So what the you country. are saying is that... Mix.
6: Actually, French people are in reserved for Indians, people?
0: Probably. You're probably blooded. No. Yeah.
6: Okay. Very interesting. Yeah.
0: That's a really weird thing about putting the original people in camps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very strange. Uh, you, you didn't go to Monticello. You were close there in Raleigh. Yes. Oh, his house all painted in blue.
5: In Raleigh, yes. Yeah. Everywhere.
0: No, but Monticello, Mr. Jefferson's mm. house, first domed building in uh, North America. Mm. And, uh, yeah, he did our Declaration of Independence and little things like that.
4: Little things.
0: Little founding fathers. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, he was a big-time big uh, <coughs> fan.
5: hmm Yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh, uh, who was our ambassador, our first ben ambassador, Frank- Francis ben Franklin. Benjamin Franklin.
5: Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. So...
0: We've probably got some uh, Bulgarian-Armenian next <laughs> to the Greek, so don't worry. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're a land made of uh, different folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's trippy. But I wanted to ask about, since you've been to some gigs, in fact, you went to that one yesterday, difference between uh, you go to a gig at a club here and back in France, mm-hmm. and you too Rafi back in uh, Bulgaria, you know, what's it seemed like? Uh, which contrast
6: yeah go ahead
2: mm. I don't know I really same don't. thing more or less well you smoke in sight ah that's good <laughs> <laughs> you know
0: music you know Balkan music is pretty trippy it's combination it has a lot
2: of, yeah but see should don't I, I say <laughs> Armenian or
0: Turkish influence <laughs> Mo- I've I, met some yeah. Bulgarian musicians it, it, and Balkan musicians, period yeah. and it's they combine some Europe but also with the other parts it's, it's what we say, cracks. it's a, yeah. a meeting point of things mm-hmm. very interesting stuff I've tried to play it, yeah. kind of difficult yeah, the timings yeah. and. The
1: gypsy style. yeah, the
0: gypsy thing strong in it, it's mm-hmm. very interesting music but it's probably not so much in the young people modern music you know no rock
1: and roll right? I have to
2: tell you though after yeah. you know with the changes yeah we call them the democratic changes yeah uh, it's funny it, like all of this gypsy influence Turkish everything around Bulgaria Turkish Greek Serbian not so much i started uh, all of these musics influence Bulgarian music so uh, popular Bulgarian music yeah. club music radio music right. know, so much that Bulgaria lost its musical identity among many others but it, it's and it's weird because Bulgarian music yeah. is and I'm not saying this because I come from there but you know musicians would agree
4: Yeah,
2: it had so many specifically original so yeah. very original uh, elements I mean yeah, yeah. I don't want to get too musical about this but compared to its neighbors and very, very, I mean, almost surprisingly, so given that it's on a crossroad between, you know, the, you can't come from Asia or yeah, it's a crossroad to Europe without, you know. Yet, it has this original uh, yeah. musical properties, and most Bulgarians don't know that. Musicians do, of course, but
0: yeah. the, the audience doesn't the know moment, that. Yeah, that, that happens a lot of times. The, the local, take it for mm-hmm. granted. It's oblivious. It's so close to that. So much. Yeah. If, you,
2: if you walk any, in any Bulgarian club right now, you would... You wouldn't, you would not be sure if you're in
6: Turkey or okay. Yugoslavia.
2: Really? So. Right. Yeah. What that wasn't France? the case before.
6: Not so different. I mean, like US place. It's just mm-hmm. maybe the music is different. I mean, it's more electronic music yeah. in mm-hmm. France because maybe because it came from uh, I don't know here, but in France we have got a lot of famous DJ, French famous yeah. DJ, so they are really the they are broadcast really often, frequently. In this club, um, everybody, everybody knows the music. And I don't know. And maybe there is a difference with the I way mean, of people behave.
0: More dance music, maybe, versus
6: uh, rock and roll bands? Yeah. Rock and roll bands, practically yeah. never. Um, I don't know. It's really electronical. Not people so are just friends.
5: crazy in it. In clubs, it's uh, only electronic. We are, uh, you don't have some guy
0: playing bass and drums and guitar? No,
5: this is in pubs. Yeah, for us, but not for English punk or music like uh, like that. The um, influence of uh, English music in France is very important, very strong. Ah, When you when you go to a music shop, you will find half of uh, musicians who are French, and the other half will be foreign uh, music. Ah. In England, England, uh, England, England, or uh, American? U.S. Yes, U.S.
0: So when you went to the gig uh, yesterday,
5: mm.
0: kind of surprise?
5: No, mm. it just. I was expecting that, <laughs> but okay. maybe not so loud. But. <laughs> so you mentioned ID hassles. Do you have ID hassles <laughs> in, in Europe too. Hassles. <laughs> no. so.
0: You have problems with age.
6: <laughs>
5: Never. No, it's again. eighteen Never. in France. Oh. Eighteen, so no problem. Eighteen for clubs and sixteen for alcohol. Yes. wow <laughs> but last night we took the VIP entrance so n- okay. no problem <laughs> stuck in the back door <laughs> yeah. cool. that's great that's great
1: did know.
0: you eat any of that barbecue did you get them there early or were yeah. you late yeah absolutely yeah, we, we tried everything
6: we were so hungry it was good it good
3: barbecue
0: so you guys don't play anything
6: they do you don't have ins-
0: you play instruments they do
6: Yeah, we play, but a little, I mean, without comparison, we we can compare it with your level, but I play guitar, and you
5: play... I used to play bass guitar, but for four four years, but I had to give up with my studies. Ah. But now, after this trip, I I met uh, a lot of musicians, a lot of (laughs) bass guitar players, and I want to start again, just like that. What are you, Rap? you
0: play? Yeah, Yeah. I play,
2: I play, uh, play freedom horn.
0: Freedom horn! <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: brain was brain that brain. on air when we were talking about French fries and Freedom fries? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> the French horn. <laughs> <laughs> French horn difficult, the mouthpiece, right?
2: Yeah. I Everything long about are long.
0: <laughs> uh, musicians tell me, it's one of the tougher brass instruments because of the mouthpiece. Yeah,
2: the only one you play with left hand.
0: Yeah, yeah, that too. You know who was a great French horn player, but who was a bass player? John Entwistle from The Who mm. Really? Oh I know yeah, that He was a French horn player I think he was that before he was a bass guitarist in school But he okay. played on Who records There's Who songs like Pictures of Lily He mm-hmm. was French horn solo I didn't
2: know that.
0: From him Yeah, that's why you're on the show To <laughs> <laughs> learn this stuff And uh, now um, we're going to learn from Brother Matt and his Spin cycle Thank you
10: this is the intro. Most listeners will never
11: hear this section of the track. A DJ. It is used primarily
10: for cueing, mixing, and of course, to create a dramatic effect that will entice the listener to hear more.
4: Get some
1: of the UFO in his face.
9: fulfilled it's a kind of general prophecy something like and man shall become dirigible in the last decades or the first decade of the third millennium it's general in other words what does that mean man becomes dirigible we turn into airships we become oblate spheroids we what 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 does it mean well that's open to human definition through specific acts of creation Uh, The levels of novelty or habit in any given moment will be fulfilled. But how they're fulfilled is a matter of human decision. An example which maybe makes this clearer is from statistics. For example, we know that in the next 12 months, between 8 and 11 people will jump off the Golden Gate Bridge those people will be is surely not decided today they have the right through the experiences they need along the way to either include or disinclude themselves in that uh, group of, of uh, victims so in that same way I think the future the, the details are ours to fabricate the great landscape over which the city of time will be built is given by natural law and where we are in time is very near this attractor how and then people sometimes object to this and say well don't you think it's weird a weird coincidence that we happen to be so near the attractor when Presumably it could have been throughout time. Well, no, I don't think it's weird. I think our the strangeness of our condition signifies the nearness of the attractor. That the reason our world is so accelerated, the reason all effects are being smeared toward Omega, is because of the nearby presence of this cultural black hole this singularity of technology and biological intent that is feeding backwards into time these apocalyptic images and i you know would predict that between now and 2012 there will be ever more hysteria prophecy prediction revelation squirrely teachings people bawling out their strange despair on every street corner, uh, because in the collective unconscious of which each of us shares a part, the thing at the end of time is spinning like a club ornament, like a Christmas tree ball, like a bar ornament, and it's throwing off scintillations, which are distorted images of itself. The transcendental object at the end of time infects the history that precedes it with the the images of its approaching unfoldment. This is what I mean when I say history is the shockwave of eschatology. The presence of history on this planet means that this thing is moving beneath the surface, this protean form, that when it manifests, it will shed the institutions of history the way a butterfly sheds a chrysalis when it breaks out of its metamorphosis. But the, the period of latency, the period inside the shell for this metamorphosing super creature is the 25,000 year season that we call human history. The fact that it's the same period of time as the precession of the equinoxes, I don't know, don't ask me fortune or coincidence. which I call novelty is struggling to free itself from habit which I call entropy and that this process which informs the whole history of the universe on all scales, chemical, biological cultural, etc is is accelerating speeding up and it seems as if what wants to happen is the whole cosmos wants to change into information or put another way in a geometric model, all points want to become connected. The thing is achieved through connectivity. The path of complexity to its goals is through connecting things together. Well, if that's true, then you can imagine that there is an ultimate end state of that process. It's the moment when every point in the universe is connected to every other point in the universe. And if that's what the universe is trying to do, to overcome its uh, dis- dissipate state, its spread out state, and somehow function as a unitary monad, then uh, this, this point does not lie too far ahead of us in time given the acceleration rates of of all these technical processes so at least locally so on one level I think there is a cultural singularity a cultural what I mean by that is a place in our cultural development where we can't predict or understand what will happen to us a kind of flip point if you want or doorway if you want or revelation if you want and uh it's built in to the structure of space and time. It's that novelty and its emergence is now operating at such a fine scale that it's actually reflected in the lives of individual people. The human adventure has become the cutting edge uh, of cosmic destiny. And, but it won't always be so. It will actually move through the human domain and into smaller and more rapid and compressed domains of concrescence, and probably in our lifetimes and what will this mean or what will it look like it seems to me it's just not possible to say because we're too far away from it even though it's only 14 years in the future if it's in 2012 those 14 years are going to be, are going to be so mutational so transformational that right now in time we can't see around the corner we're summoning strange helpers to our aid the the machines that we had such confidence in controlling are actually a kind of intellecty of some sort that is alive and with us in the historical continuum and evolving at a far faster rate than we are. And what all this leads to and how it works is very, very difficult to predict. And I'm not a paranoid. I don't see, I don't, I think it's very difficult to predict. I think we wished for transformation Western civilization built it into its cultural agenda. Science delivered far more than we ever dreamed in terms of understanding of matter and energy and space and time. And now under the aegis of market capitalism where everything is in a state of furious competition somebody is going to put something together that is just going to completely redefine and rewrite the nature of reality itself and my bet is it will be some kind of a technology it may it could be a drug it could be a machine i it would be nice to think that it might be a technique or a teaching But just looking at the history of the human race, I'll bet you it's some kind of technology slash drug type thing that is just going to be plugged in to us and our consciousness and our aspirations. It may already be here, it may be the internet, it may be nanotechnology, it may be uh, biotechnology and cloning and quantum teleportation and uh, virtual reality and all the rest of this. I mean, we are just at the brink of taking these various pieces of the god-magician puzzle and putting them together and figuring out what can we do, what do you do? If you can do anything, I mean, that's really the question at the end of Once you have overcome all limitations, what is this human achievement?
12: Hydro, I got a box of hills. I got a pocket full of pocket full of pocket full of hydro. Stop, pop, pop, give my lap it all. The time. I got a pocket full of pocket full of food. I got a hydro, I got a box of hills. I got a, get, get out, get out of the way. I'm a man, right? Real talk, real shit, game, real thick. Turn them off and turn them on like a light switch. Switch the visual concept, your mind, grand style. Lifting the possible placement of intense, super potential to grasp this. Pass this, sickling tactics, semantics. Silk in, body whistle, magic
13: tricks. Stretch, double dip, kick, flinch, flick, lift, linguistics. kick, in the current light, like, same trick. Melt no metaphor, twist and stub in the skin.
4: Stuff Switch, switch, switch. I'm a man, I'm right? I'm right.
12: Hydro, hydro, hydro Hydro, hydro, hydro Hydro, I got a box of Hills I got a pocket full of pocket full of pocket full of
9: hydro Stomp, pump, pump, in my lap it all I got a pocket full of pocket full of whiskers
12: Hydro, I got a box of heels I, I gotta get, get, out, get out, get out of the rim Remember that we'll shit Real talk, real shit, gang, real dick Turn them off and turn them on Light a light switch Switch, switch, switch. Hydro,
13: hydro, hydro
12: Nice road.
0: Brother Matt, thank you. Thank you much for your yeah. latest dominant spin
1: cycle. Now, what was today's theme? Uh, well, I've been tripping on a lot of stuff, and and uh, Terrence McKenna's entered entered into some. Terrence of that, McKenna. So, so I've been Gosh, slipping. A couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. I think he, he was is. living in Hawaii in the last of his life. Yeah, yeah. So since we're going to Amazon, I've been doing a little Terrence McKenna homework. Right, uh, listening a bunch of his stuff and checking it out. So he's quite a thinker. Yeah, slipped in a few of his thoughts.
0: Yeah, quite a thinker, especially on the uh, perils
1: of modern living. Yeah, breaking out of the monkey mind.
0: Breaking out of the monkey mind. Yeah, what do you? Uh, what's Never. our Couchsurfing.com? <laughs> visitors think of breaking out of the monkey mind. I think you do, do doing the, it. Do the, do the don't do the Thai people have a monkey king? What's that party all? <laughs> oh,
3: it's it's part of uh, a mythology. Yeah, there's a monkey king, right? There's a monkey
0: king, I
1: guess. Yeah, Hanuman. Mm-hmm. Hanuman. Get on the mic, there,
3: <laughs> There's a Hanuman thing in Thailand. Yeah,
1: the giant mural. It's it's
3: it came from it came from India, really. It's it's kind of funny because like my my cousin who's very Thai. And the uh, Hanuman thing came up Like one one day I was talking to him about You know, I just came back from India I'm like, oh yeah, that's this whole Hanuman thing And he's like, isn't that That's Thai <laughs> You know, like he owns he, You know, he's very proud of that From Thailand, but it actually came from India
1: what,
0: What's the story of the monkey king? Um,
3: that's the Chinese version also, I think um, But But I don't know the detail. He, he's it's just the king of monkeys. He, he. Oh, um, oh yeah. Okay, there's there's a mythology of like uh, always the great battles of some sort, right? And um, the good guys versus the bad guys, and the uh, the good guys was losing, and all of a sudden this uh, herd of monkeys came along, and you can't really control monkeys unless you. You get into the monkey king, and you have to tame the monkey king. And this this particular mythology that you know the good guys was uh, able to um, work with the monkey king and overcome the evil by organizing, you know, and uh, monkeys and good people to defeat the devil. I don't know (laughs) something like that. I'm so bad at that. Are there
0: monkeys? (laughs) Is there a lot of monkeys in?
3: Thailand. Yeah, I mean, in, in different contexts, there's like, you know, um, I've been looking into the Muay Thai situation, Thai boxing, and there are moves that... There's a that,
0: monkey influence?
3: Yeah, that, because uh, it came from this particular region where there's a lot of monkeys running around, so there's uh, certain punches that you do that is kind of um, attrib- attributed to the monkey king or whatever, so... It's Hanuman. Hanuman, um, it's silliness, but is there,
0: <laughs> is there a lot of art, a lot of sculpture?
3: Yeah, there's a lot of art in you know in temples and paintings, and he's you know monkey king is very prominent in in Thai art. Does
0: it have a certain kind of manifest some kind of virtues? What's what's a good monkey trait?
3: <laughs> monkey treat. Uh, oh, well, wow. <laughs> I I would say if you know you if you can control your crazy, you might be mighty powerful. I don't know. I think that's what it means. Ah. <laughs> uh, ah. You know, kind of everybody has Didn't that raw side, and you just side. you have to learn how to allocate that, you know, rawness into something productive. I think.
0: <laughs> hmm. Interesting monkey so. kings there's a lot of Asian culture is there a monkey there. queen
3: you know there's mm-hmm. not maybe that's why he's crazy <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> just running around <laughs> with his hordes <laughs>
2: <laughs> so the symbol works pretty good for America too. it
0: could promote celibacy yeah, I and think, competition I think
3: American yeah. is monkey king <laughs>
0: yeah. monkeys are loud right
3: Uh, yeah very
0: <laughs> yammer <laughs> A lot of yammering. You know, uh, uh, Friday I played at Redwood Bar and Grill, and uh, we played with the Zeros. Last time I saw the Zeros was 30 years before you guys were born. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe Rafi was just putting on his monkey crown. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, they were teenagers. They are like 16, 17 years old. They're from Chula Vista down by San Diego, well, close to Mexico. And, uh, yeah, this young band. Now, I was coming from arena rock. 70s music was big shows. You know, big sports arenas and things. No clubs. And uh, I get introduced to this scene, this movement, punk rock, and it's in clubs. And I go to the whiskey up on Sunset Boulevard, and I see this band, the Zeros, and these young Latin guys uh, writing their own songs, playing their own songs, which was different too because at that time people if you went to see a band that wasn't a huge band they would copy big bands and so young people writing their own songs this was a I know it sounds ridiculous nowadays but it was something very new and uh, I went and saw the gig and across the street was a record store called Liquors Pizza and they had their little record in there which was amazing I didn't know a little band could make their own record Said the zeros, and there's pictures of them on the cover.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: It was like amazing, you know that. So I thought, yeah, I told my friend D Boone, you know, maybe we can try and write our own songs and make a record. It was very uh, empowering on us. They were like our Monkey King, <laughs> <laughs> Monkey Princes, <or> something. <laughs> and to play with them again. Now one of them kept going and became uh, Elvez. You uh, Alves and yeah, yeah. Robert, and uh, so I've seen him around, and he, he's hilarious. He does you know some uh, satire, of Mr. Elvis, and, and you know he's just a great entertainer, puts on great gigs, and I, actually a lot of social issues too. He works into the gig, but to see them play again, it was a, it was a trip, because I hadn't seen them in all those years and it was it was neat had they been together all those years or just got no, back together just got back together they all went their uh, other ways and I wonder about the bands I saw many years ago what happens to the people and, you know. so when that comes around it was a trip and, and there was a lot of people at the gig from the old days uh, like who you met Lorna Doom was there Don Bowles Keith Morris the singer of the Circle Jerks Billy Bones the singer of the Skulls Yeah, it was... Raymond was there. Yeah, it was an interesting gig. Uh, The way Southern California is, it's very spread out. You can play a lot of places. So I play many times a month without being on tour, just local. Mm -hmm. Yesterday was West L.A. (coughs) Um, Friday I played San Francisco with... uh, I don't know, they call themselves a noise band. they got two 15-minute songs, and uh, they want me to play bass. Oh, cool. <laughs> and uh, we'll be here, too, uh, next week. I'd do five gigs with them. And Tuesday, Dose Gig, a week from uh, tomorrow. And we haven't done that in a while. Kay came over for practice yesterday. Oh, cool. Where's that going to be? A place called Echo Curio. Up at Echo Park. And then right after, I have to go to Long Beach to play with... He's San Francisco guy. And then, uh, oh, yeah, Saturday I'm going to play at Harold's. Now, it's kind of a combination of missing men and second men because one guy from each band can't do it, so I put the other two guys
3: together. <laughs> How's that going to no, be, It's like, like. The
0: missing second man. <laughs> It's Pete and uh, Raul because Tom and Jerry, yeah. Nice. have to lay them out. But actually, they played together before one version of the second men to do my second opera. Oh, right. it was, uh, in fact, that's when I first started playing with Rahul. Interesting. I, I, that was the first time I brought him to Europe. He'd never been to Euro- uh, Europe. And uh, it was quite, quite a trip. He was great. Pete, too. First time I... Yeah. yeah I know Pete from the Madonna bees, you know. But to uh it's great all these years getting play uh play yeah, with those guys have that cool miles with those guys. We're gonna open up uh for the Urinals, which was a huge band, they're from the seventies too, like the Zeros. A little bit older. But they had an incredible influence on the Minutemen We used to do one of their songs, act act. Yeah, yeah. Although we used to only use three acts, <laughs> cut out one of the verses. It's too long. It was a minute long, so it's too long. <laughs> or a minute twenty or something. I think we played it about ten times faster, too. Uh, <laughs> so, they're coming to the town. Harold's gigs are great. It's a, it's a biker bar here in Pedro, so not far drive. Maybe a mile. I like this game. <laughs> 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 yeah, for Brother Matt's even close
3: <laughs> You can walk there, yeah? Yeah,
0: sometimes. If Have you right been to Harold's, Pete?
3: No, not yet.
0: Wow. What's Fearful. What's up with that? Fearful. Fearful. <laughs> well, yeah. Kind of, yeah, I can, some people <laughs> be, do get weirded out by their it's colorful. No, just one
3: more yeah, you colorful. guys t- were talking about a couple of few shows ago. There's been
1: some things, but usually it's very good. It's like entertainment, like yeah. a little, little halftime yeah, show.
0: Yeah. yeah, we have a lot of fun there.
3: I mean, I'm not afraid of physical altercations but more like, I don't know. Well, you use the, Mentality.
0: M- the uh, Muay Thai on him. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> you'd be yourself. happy
3: about that.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, we're at the end of the second hour. Wat from Pedro Show, August 10, 2009. Hold tight for hour three. August 10, 2009. Uh, third hour, Watt from Pedro Show. And here's part eight of Jack Flanders and the White Castle. Jack.
7: Johnny and I were on the internet. We did some research on Sanford White.
12: Yeah, they got Wi-Fi all over this joint.
7: Did you know that back before White got involved with his hedge fund, he was a professional magician? The
14: Great White. Is that what he called himself? Yeah, he was an illusionist. That was him?
7: He had a silent partner. Yeah,
14: yeah, his partner was just a boy. Yeah, his name was
7: Black. That's right.
14: Joe, how did you know that? I saw them when they played back in Philly. Uh, <laughs> that was a long time ago.
11: They call themselves White and Black.
14: Mm-hmm. The White and Black Magic Show. Claudine, you know about this.
11: Yes, Sanford told me.
14: Oh, I see. White performed wearing a turban. They both did. White wore a white suit with a black turban, and Black wore a black suit with a white turban. Well, that makes perfect sense.
7: Apparently, White loved to design magical machines. What kind of machine?
14: Massive, elaborate
12: contraptions. used mirrors, lasers, holograms.
7: White would have the boy enter one of these contraptions, and then he'd throw a switch.
1: (laughs) It was a giant circuit breaker with a
12: big handle. And a machine would light up, and spark, and sizzle. And
7: whine, and smoke.
10: And finally, explode all over the stage. (laughs) Hmm. What happened to the boy?
14: (laughs) He was vaporized.
10: No, come on
14: (laughs) I think it was part of the act
10: The
7: boy would reappear somewhere else in the theater
14: He might pop up sitting next
7: to you (laughs) Was he all right?
14: No, he was all white (laughs) His white turban was looking (laughs) a little thin. Well, he started smoking at an early age
7: Oh, (laughs) Chuck (laughs) White's contraptions kept getting bigger and bigger
14: Well, it appears that Sanford decided to build a contraption that was so big He could call it the White Castle
11: So is that what this is? Uh -uh. We're all going
10: to be vaporized?
14: But we'll pop up somewhere else. Just a little worse for wear. Smoking.
11: I think we've all been a little singed.
14: (laughs) And it ain't over yet. (laughs)
4: I hope
11: he'll never find out. That could cause problems with my own plans.
1: Does he know about us?
11: He doesn't have a clue. Claudine? What will you tell him? Well, as little as possible.
14: Oh, I see. We're back in Paris again.
6: And if he's suspicious?
11: Why should he be suspicious? When he sees us together.
12: Why do you need him? Let's just say
11: it's
12: my little experiment. Well, it won't be
11: easy. Good.
14: What's going on here?
11: He won't be like the others.
13: I hope not.
11: I enjoy the challenge...
14: Wait, 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 wait. Don't, don't, don't fade away. What was that about? They weren't talking about me.
10: think you do who are you maybe I'm you you're not me I'm more you than you'll admit who are you oh my god mama I knew you couldn't forget me you can't be my mama there were times I wish I weren't you were a terrible mother life was not easy for me, Dominique. You abandoned me. I gave you my love. No, you didn't. I did. In the only way I could. You'd stop by for a visit. You call that love? My life was difficult. I hated you. No, you didn't, Dominique. My mother is dead. No. No, she isn't dead. You're dead. Dominique. For you, I'll always be very much alive.
14: Have you seen Claudine? No, but I bet Claudine has. What? Johnny, come on. What are you
12: saying? I'm just saying Claudine has seen Claudine.
14: Uh, What am I missing here?
12: Whenever I see her, she's standing in front of a mirror. Claudine. She can't pass a mirror without stopping to look at herself. Claudine is a beautiful woman. Yeah, but every two steps, stop and check yourself out. I mean,
14: you know... I hadn't noticed this. Yeah, well,
12: she does it when you're not around. She's not that bad. Come on. Are you kidding? You ever see her trying to walk down that hallway filled with mirrors?
14: What hallway?
7: He means the hall with all the different mirrors. Takes her
12: an hour just to get to the other end. Oh, come on, Johnny. I swear, never saw anyone move so slow. Come on. Let's go. That's where I'd look for.
14: What are you doing?
11: Uh, Nothing. Why?
14: I sometimes wonder where you are.
11: I'm everywhere. Can't you see?
14: Wow. I didn't realize how many mirrors there are here.
11: There are so many.
14: Do you find it seductive?
11: Why do you say that?
14: Oh, just seeing yourself in all these mirrors.
11: Every mirror reflects differently.
14: Hmm. So, what are you doing?
11: I'm reflecting.
14: Do you see anything interesting?
11: I see myself. I see. I like being here.
14: In this hall of mirrors?
11: I meant this castle.
14: Have you heard from Sanford White?
11: Of course I haven't.
14: Claudine, how well do you know him?
11: I met him once. I told you that.
14: Only once?
11: Yes. Why?
14: Why do you keep looking at yourself in the mirrors?
11: Does that bother you?
14: Well, I wonder if you're being just a little infatuated with your own reflection.
11: Are you saying I'm narcissistic?
14: No, not necessarily.
11: I'm looking for imperfections. Huh. Really? Ah, uh, Jack, you think you're so perfect.
14: Me? Yeah.
11: You really think you are special, don't you? Well,
14: huh. special, of course, but uh, perfect? No. Not really.
11: Mm, You think you are flawless. Good lord. Everyone here has a personal demon they're contending with. Everyone but Mr. Perfect.
14: Oh, come on. I have just as many personal demons as the next guy.
11: Now, you've been walking around acting as though you thought you were the Buddha.
14: No. Really? Yes. (laughs) Well, that's enlightening.
11: (laughs) You can be so smug.
14: I've made peace with my demons.
11: Oh, go, go. I want to be alone. Yeah.
14: Alone to reflect?
11: Well, exactly. Now beat it, you bum.
14: Okay. I'm out of here.
13: some information that is in your program, the, the, the young man that is behind the drums is not the uh, uh, Norwegian saxophonist Frode Gerstad, but he has, in fact, played with Frode Gerstad a lot, and uh, his name is Andre Lansness.
8: Yeah.
13: And the bass player who uh, hails from Baton Rouge is Bill Hunzinger. My name is Rob Cambry, and we're more or less from New Orleans, uh, Baton Rouge, Stavanger, and New Orleans. And uh, it's just a real pleasure to get to play here, especially on this bill with all these great guitar players on the bill, too, like Donald Miller, who I'm going to get to play with tomorrow, and Dwayne Dennison and Davey Williams. So it's really a esteemed company to be in. So thank you for coming out, and thank you for listening.
0: of it, I agree lot well, from Pedro show Start off the third hour there with part 8 of Jack Flanders and the White Castle then we heard an untitled um, improvisation recorded April 13, 2004 with the uh, Dry Banks trio which uh, Rob Camry guitar Bill Hunsinger bass Andre uh, Lanchus drums saw Rob yesterday first time I met Rob was many years ago uh, in Baton Rouge or how do you say it? Baton, Baton Rouge. Rouge yeah there we go <laughs> Baton Rouge and at LSU he was a DJ and uh, he brought over a big sack of mud bugs you know mud bugs? yeah, yeah. yes crawfish. crayfish? Mm-hmm.
3: I was telling you about
0: it the kind actually the the real lobsters on the east coast they have big claws mm-hmm. the ones on the west coast are really giant crayfish they don't have the big claws
1: yeah. pinch the tail suck the
0: yeah, he sucked the head, chow the tails. Okay. And he brought him over, you spread the newspaper out on the mm-hmm. table, and they boil yeah. them cayenne pepper, and, and you start just start slaughtering. Yeah. It's tasty. <laughs> nice. That's how I met Rob, and uh been friends ever since. Conquered his pad when I played New Orleans. He's just a great cat, and he's here visiting family. And uh, he was at the gig yesterday and gave me this thing. He had meant to give me this in 2004, so it's been a little while. Uh, Brother Matt, you're enlightening our uh, guests with the tales of Burning Man.
1: Yeah, it's almost Burning Man time. I'm not going, but uh, yeah, so it's going to be we a party. Labor
0: Day. We have a holiday. No doubt. No, usually Labor Day weekend.
1: Yeah, so. It's in Nevada desert, Black, yeah, Black Rock, Rock Desert. Black Rock Desert, Black Rock City.
0: And Origins was a very sad man in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. To get over his love loss, yeah. he, in an effigy burned yeah. his pain. Him and his buddies. And
1: this is going to be, like, I think, 20, year 23 or 24? 24, 24 years not. ago. Okay. Yeah, so this oh, happened yeah, before you were born. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> up. A lot of stuff happened <laughs> before you were born, huh? The Everything. There,
0: there was stuff. Like Sputnik was, I think, a month and a half before, before I was born. Before
1: you were born. Yeah. <laughs> Beep. Beep.
3: They had a question. Uh, we parked at, down yeah. here, and there's lights on the sea.
0: Oh, yeah, they admire on the
5: sea. Like, yeah, yeah,
0: just maybe the big just red lights?
5: lights. O- orange lights. Big red ones? Yeah. What's that? Fish? Um, ships.
1: Oh, on the water? Yeah, on yeah, the water. Yeah, it's probably boats.
5: boats.
3: Yeah. And I thought yeah, it was fish. more like a tower.
0: Or or monkey king, knows. Monkey King bringing alien yeah, friends.
3: Yeah, that's it. <laughs> a flying over monkey here. king
0: of the sea. I <laughs> <laughs> <Geek laughs> wants to take your picture over here. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just a moment <laughs> No Now How far Into your voyage Are you Into what Sorry Your US voyage Voyage.
5: Well, yeah. uh, it's the end now
6: it's, Yeah it's, it's the end. end I leave tomorrow it's So
5: sad Oh man. Back France
6: Yeah okay. back France yeah. How long are
5: you here uh, Three more days Three more days yeah. Back oh. France After that Back in France yeah. End of vacation And then studies Again Ah school Right Right Summer's over <laughs> Rafi,
0: you come here to live. He's asking about how much apartments are in Pedro. Uh,
12: yeah.
2: Final decision hasn't been made yet. But probably right. I'll be out of New York soon.
0: But you want to come to SoCal and live again? It's very likely. Where were you after uh, you stayed here five years, right? Went to school. Yeah. What, what school? CalArts. CalArts, right wow. on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, what's, it, what's it called? Uh, Valencia? Yeah. Yeah. Magic Mountain. By uh, Magic there. Mountain, yeah. Which I've never seen. I 5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I-, I never that mm-hmm. there I- either. <laughs> Drive past it <laughs> on the I 5, though. Yeah, yeah. On oh, the way up to San Francisco. Interesting, I-, I played a Halloween there with the Minutemen. Oh, yeah, Wild Hallow Oh, 1983 or something?
9: Okay. It was yeah. A little Is while
0: ago. Did you music there? Hmm? Did you study music? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Great. Matoko Honda. Oh, you know her? Yeah, she studied there. How
2: do
0: you know She's been on the show. Oh ah, there you
2: go.
0: Do you know? Yeah.
3: just yeah. Met, met her do him.
0: Yeah. Uh, wild music. We just did a gig for uh, a benefit with her. Money yeah. Mark, Nishida, uh, Petra yeah. Hayden, Flea, and uh who's the drummer? Taka Sushi Chef. She played
3: last Saturday downtown. Really? Cafe Metropole.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, some pretty trippy music. And yeah. uh, collaborators. Usually Joe Barardi on drums. Incredible. Yeah, that was... And, and improvised stuff. And not m- maybe a lot of tonality. Although she can do that.
2: Yeah.
0: But it's... It's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. I, I wish I could approach that. maybe too much rock and roll, but... <laughs> i try to learn. She uh, collaborates with Keo uh, Griffith. You know Keo Griffith? Yeah, the, the, the DOS gig is with them cool. Tuesday, a week from two to tomorrow.
2: <laughs>
0: but I don't get to see them, because I have to go and play Long Beach right after. But That's better. <laughs> every time I see her, she's with different people and uh, different musics. Every No gig is the same. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Pretty incredible. Um, yeah, and some stuff, uh, like theater... Yeah. yeah, trippy. Uh, this one gig, remember her Brother Man? Mm-hmm. Sat in his pad, and they're rolling around on the floor and playing with toys and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the sleep concert? One long, maybe 45 minute, hour long piece. One, one tune.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, she learned English moving to Kansas.
0: Yeah, yeah. She said, I want to learn it in the middle of the U.S. So she literally picked a place in the middle, <laughs> in Kansas. <laughs> little town in western Kansas. And then came out here and went to Cal Arts. We
2: mm-hmm. were in the same classes most of the time.
0: Wow, really? Yeah. I think she studied under Wada Leo <clears throat> Wada, the trumpet player. Oh Leo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah yeah. He's an incredible musician. I've seen him play. Yeah, he's a nut job. Sensei. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
4: great
0: cat. Great cat. Nels Nozzle. So. Do you know Nels Klein?
2: I, I know him not personally. I know him through association. Yeah.
0: Wild musician. I just made an album with him last week yeah yeah you played with him i played with him many times and mm-hmm. in fact l- last year i made two albums with him i'm going to make two albums with, with him this year
3: and you <laughs> took him to uh japan for the first time yeah
0: i did to uh, tokyo he just got off tour with wilco and he did the gig with no practice and then the next two days we made an album yeah the best he adapts ones. very quick <laughs> quick learner great cat uh, I first saw him playing uh, Spanish guitar with Charlie Hayden Liberation Orchestra.
2: Oh, yeah, I love Charlie.
0: Yeah, that's Petra's father. I recorded with her last. What was it? Thursday. Did something for the CUS Project.
2: How's Charlie doing?
0: How is he doing? This? He just had a birthday. It was in Thursday. Yeah, seventy-two. 72? Wow. And, and, and in fact, Petra played with him at the Montreal Jazz Festival the week before. Cool. And he's still yeah kicking like Kato.
2: Do you know how I met Charlie? No. I was working in the cafeteria at CalArts every yeah. lunch.
0: So it was a good
2: opportunity to meet everybody.
0: Yeah. so this you serve up the job. Huh?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever it was. Just a special. <laughs> just, just for one hour. So this guy comes once and later I would know that he's a regular. So he comes once with his green glasses and yeah. says, Hey man, here's some Perrier for me. Like I'm sorry, sir. We don't we don't sell Perrier here. What are you talking about? I have Perrier for me. I'm like, sir, go get the sous chef. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm going. I'm <laughs> going in the back. Like, cowards uh, the sous me. chef. Yeah, we had the cafeteria. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> of course. Uh, so I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. This guy, it's Perrier. I'm like, I told him already. We don't have Perrier. Who? Like, the guy with, with, you know, the glasses. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's especially there's a case in the back just for him. Don't tell anybody, just for him. He oh. says his you Give him Perry. Yeah. So I go get the Perry again. Wow. So you have Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry, sorry, it was my fault. No, <laughs> and then no. I saw his bass guy next to him. Exactly. Yeah. I, I knew of his uh, of his name, but I never knew how he looked like.
0: I think that bass is like 200 years old. It's an old French bass. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah no, no, no. Uh, there was a bass player next to him. Ah. Oh. Which I knew from 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 school. So I'm like, oh, you you must be a musician also. He goes, yeah like, oh, I'm roughly nice to meet you. I go here in the music school. I was trying
0: to <laughs> warm up. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, Charlie Hayden. Oh,
0: shit. <laughs> you know, he started really young. It's yeah. A- Did you know how he started? Convoy Charlie. Nodling Charlie. Right, right. Charlie. right, right. right the, the family had a music group. Yeah. So he started when he's like four or five years old.
2: Have you seen the documentary?
0: No, there's, there's a documentary.
2: documentary. I accidentally found it on YouTube. It's wow. him like ultra small, like yeah, a yeah. baby singing like some competition some radios in
0: yeah from Missouri Springfield yeah, yeah
2: somewhere there like doing country songs like yeah he, he did an album now again country songs I think. yeah
0: right I haven't heard it and there's a Hayden family where he's singing with his daughters yeah
2: yeah
0: and her son Josh <laughs> he's uh well you know the Perrier bottles are green so that's why the glasses but
2: who knows but he <laughs> allegedly doesn't drink anything else no Even no
0: water no. white he's He's had an interesting journey. He's yeah. a hell of a bass player, a very nice man. The minute man got to jam with him. Huh? He came to McCabe's once we were doing a gig he came up and did a Little Man with a Gun in His Hand. When? 1984. Mm-hmm. 25 years ago. Yeah. I'm not going to say it. No, word.
1: <laughs> 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 You can't. Too long. <laughs> it's
0: <okay. laughs> with, uh, uh, Most... Ex- Interesting experience com has brought you. Yeah. Mm. For me. Yeah, which which
6: is my best experience. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. It was maybe I'm not sure I can't say it. It was I don't know, you know, you just meet really different people because yeah. where you are in really different places and people are good surfing. Yeah. Sorry for all American people but. Yeah. Maybe people on culture think are more open-minded than the average of people. Yeah, Do you understand what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So people open-minded and more, most of time different. Like I don't know, is it just
0: more individualistic?
6: Yeah. yeah. So they think by their own on their own. Yeah, I mean yeah, it Their proper thinkers. ideas; they don't just follow what yeah, someone say, and um, so interesting all our experiences have been really interesting yeah um, I don't know we have been hosted by a lot of different people like gay couple yeah. uh, just people on their own artist people Yeah. couple like like yeah we are 50 we have got a good way of life yeah. good car yeah. all our family I don't know it's just interesting I think we have seen every kind of different people you can meet in the United States um,
0: Motorcycle riders?
5: Ah uh, no. <laughs> not, no, not no. there you can,
3: we have to, we can we be right now. <laughs> <them>. Well, <laughs> I would have one next time you come back.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we come back. To, no. For me, for me. Uh, thinking of all the different experiences yeah. I had with uh, culture thing, this one here here in LA with peak is one of s- <laughs> of the most interesting one. Yeah. Because Peak uh, I him to say this. Pick knows a lot of <laughs> people who makes many different things. Yeah. And every time we go with her, yeah, we are introduced to people that we were ne- we had never expected to meet. Yeah. And people who are just hey, you are from France, nice. Uh, Better so. And the discussion yeah. is very easy. We talk to, we talk about nothing. Yeah. And uh, it's just uh people. Artists, uh, people mm-hmm. and that's something that I really appreciate yeah
1: great
2: Rafi uh, I I don't know if I can even answer this because I only had only two hosts I'm and I'm very I'm I'm <laughs> totally. so
0: it's strong. either one or the other
2: <laughs> <laughs> right and one is here she's a boxer uh, it's pretty yeah. biased situation and she's been fighting with you yet not yet but the threats <laughs> have been show <you> know, yes. <laughs> yeah. <She'll> warm up
0: I <laughs> know ah, you guys start somewhere and you know uh, actually the whole ethic I'm quite used to because when we started touring 30 years ago and I still tour this way. It was mm-hmm. cocking at people's pads. And
3: I experienced this. He mm-hmm. would, um, at the end of the gig, he would announce.
0: I'd call from the stage. Yeah.
3: He, from after He's got the a show, pad we like, can
0: cock. Yeah. <laughs> <And> safe <laughs> place. So the number one goal was safe place for the boat. Yep.
3: With gear in it. So yeah.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it They was, had a safe place for okay. the boat. And then, you know. The rest we can figure yeah. out. Okay. Yeah. The rest yeah. Can yeah. Figure out. Okay. Everything yeah. we can mm-hmm. deal with. We'll see. Yeah. And I have some incredible experiences. So I'll tell you. <laughs> would you? Would you share one of those? Some. Uh, <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> they are pretty wild. <laughs> <laughs> pretty fucking shit. You could not even believe that's happening, but it happened. Like what? Like what? I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> Play some music. Actually, a lot of kind.
3: Guy, so he didn't really talk about it. So I'm like,
0: what the hell happened? He's like, yeah, she didn't come home. <laughs> yeah, she didn't come home. But then he helped you get into the. No, the
3: that's Dave. That's oh, that was another.
0: She actually got help because uh, her passes only lasted so long. Oh, we're on there. Um, that was uh, some music there from uh, people I played with last week uh, Dougie Bound with Rothko's birthday. And then Fluff with Fork from the Nels Klein Trio. The Machine Art versus the Millscary. Oh, I okay, I didn't play with those guys. <laughs> or or uh, Dragonfly from Hendekotope. What kind of name is that? And then Pagan Street from Wealth 359. Okay, for the first couple songs, I played with Dougie and Nelson. <laughs> Actually, I just got the new Yukon uh, solo album. Oh, cool! So I got to play some. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. It's kind of like ghost stories. Uh, I think it's called
2: uh,
0: Heart Cavern Phantoms or something like this. Okay, okay. It's trippy, trippy record. Really good. So we'll play some next time. Cool. Um. What time do you go to sleep? So. I mean, people got to be safe and stuff, but it's kind of good to go out and uh, not have everything figured out and just let... I remember we had a couch surfing guest that talked about that, like, had the trip doll planned out, but then when it came to uh, actually doing it, he liked the way the tangents coincidentally just bounce people off mm. people
4: flex factor
0: yeah flex factor And uh, the other side of the monkey brain right uh, what are you studying in school? engineering engineering that's what Kay got her degree
5: in five years uh, after high school yeah it's uh, the minimum to have a good uh, uh, income in France yeah so five year studies job and um, you need to you need to do them
0: yeah what kind of engineer
5: mechanical electrical um, it's a um, uh, global uh, college yeah so we are taught everything ah but at the end of uh, the um, of the studies we have like a sp- speciality in oh. something you gotta specialize yes right. and I will uh, specialize in uh, electronics and computer. electronics
1: yeah yeah
5: so are there a lot of jobs sorry are there a lot of jobs in engineering yes. yeah yeah, yeah. Or like uh, uh, computers in cars, planes, uh, stuff like that. And I wanted to be a sound engineer. Ah! I really wanted, yes. uh, That was kind of my dream to achieve. Yeah. But uh, my parents told me finish your studies and then because I I had this idea after beginning my studies, after starting. Right. So I couldn't. I could have uh, stopped it and start again, but it was a waste of time, so I finish my studies, and if I'm really interested, I will specialize again in sound engineering. Yeah. That's what we like to do. Because <laughs> we use
0: electronics, big time. Yes. And in a lot of ways, with sound, I don't know if you explored a lot, but it's not the newest gear that is the most sought after. People mm. want the old gear. Oh, yes. For example, Neve,
5: mm-hmm.
0: you know, console made uh, in the '60s, yep. much more desirable than maybe yes. the newest uh, digital mixing desk.
5: But right now, since they are older, yeah. they become very expensive. That's what I'm saying. Yes,
0: very sought after. Mm. And there was something, something about the quality of sound that isn't always dependent on uh, new gimmicks. Uh, People spent lots of time Mm -hmm. and uh, put uh, their experiences into these equipments. Also, the nature of sound isn't so much on-off like digital world.
5: Hmm. Mm, It's about
0: uh, resonances. Yes. And in the older days, that's how equipment ran. Mm -hmm. Uh, Vacuum tubes, transformers, uh, devices that aren't used much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not in my Casio watch. (laughs) Uh, But because of uh, some kind of qualities... I mean, there's great stuff about the modern. You could never deliver music or share music in the old days mm-hmm. like you can now. So there's some advantages about nowadays. But then some things got lost, too. Some of these analog... We say analog, right? Mm-hmm. Not on-offs, but resonances. Yeah. And uh, I think that science, or that uh, study, will never disappear. And there's a lot of stuff people... Got onto in those days that we're still finding out about. It'd be incredible. Sometimes new isn't always best. And uh, you figure it out. There's always good stuff ready to be invented, though. Mm-hmm. Somebody once told me there's nothing more dangerous than a good idea.
5: <laughs> Probably. We need to try first.
0: Yeah, yeah right, right.
5: Every time. Right.
0: Like uh, with bass guitar, huh? there's five strings, six strings, seven mm-hmm. string. Mm-hmm. But maybe there's a lot that still can be done with this four. And I wonder about it sometimes. Yeah. Or with a violin, yeah. Stradivarius, mm-hmm. not the most recent. I think a lot were made, a couple hundred years old. They're very sought after. There's yeah. there's a quality of sound that doesn't actually come with. Uh, innovation because I think you're dealing with laws of how the w- earth was made and maybe not so much uh, ideas it's in tune with something uh, very close to creation mm-hmm. Yeah, but ideas are great too and like I said, especially this way of sharing information we never had that in the older days so that's what makes the newer days really kind of great. So probably an ideal situation, marriage, between the two. The great old uh, discoveries or refinements of natural laws, and then the new innovation. And probably the uh, greatest thing that shouldn't be solved is the problem of creation, being creative. Even though more and more tools, still to be creative and uh, fire up people's minds. That is a great mission. Uh, Lou, you go back to school?
6: After, yeah. Yeah, what, we, what's
0: your study? Engineering school.
6: Like him? Yeah, yeah exactly ah. the same. We met in the same school ah. because we were in this. When you it's time for you to specialize, what are you going to choose? Something like clean energy. Clean energy. Safe planet, people. Yeah, great.
14: Yeah.
6: Great. I fusion. Yeah, but if I didn't succeed, I'm really interested in aeronautics. Aeronautics, like airplanes, ah, plane. aeronautics. Aircraft, you say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, fight, plane. You say aeronautics. Yeah, so... Yeah. Maybe yeah. space. Yeah, just because. Everybody wants to fly, I, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's incredible. And I want to have wings.
5: Yeah,
6: yeah, <laughs> it's uh,
0: like a dream for me. You so. like pelicans? You know about pelicans? <laughs> <laughs> I love <the> pelicans. <laughs> Rafi, now you're done with school.
2: I hope and so. You did no, a music think, thing, yeah, yeah. so you
0: want to go further with music?
2: Uh, yeah, not. I don't want to do any more school, but uh, I mean, you know, you want to go further academic. with music,
0: though. <laughs> yes, school yes, or
2: life, so. right? right. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of in a crossroad right now. Facing some real life questions that don't work with my music life so far. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like making a living. make like that. Mm-hmm. Believe me, man, it's a trip. I never thought I'd get make a living out of it. Guess what? Yeah.
3: It's on a permanent crossroad. Permanent? <laughs> permanent crossword. I, I think
0: <laughs> I'm a bass player. I think I made a decision stuck with it. Mm.
6: And if, if you have a dream to fulfill, what is
0: it? Oh, I want to get a lot of works. I've been doing a lot of gigs. Uh-huh. And I think gigs are very important to play for people in the moment, but also to have works yeah, that are absolutely. here after you. I'm 51, probably no children, my children know my works. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> to share with people <laughs> when I'm gone. Uh-huh. So i got a big focus on that. I have a lot of projects in the pipeline right now. To will like uh, compensate for too many gigs gigs are important though it's a bad institute I like, yeah yeah it is it is the kind of thing so that's where my focus is I want to learn more with the bass I think everybody's got something to teach me even people who don't do music writers mm-hmm. engineers uh-huh. yeah so that's kind of my uh, philosophy of course I want to be less of an annoyance to everyone <laughs> 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 that's my charity <laughs> uh, I want to thank all of you for coming on the walk from Pedro Show Lou, Romain, Rafi thank much you. respect to you I think what you're doing is righteous and thanks for sharing your start peak thank you for bringing them you're
3: welcome uh, thank you
0: and brother Matt always for your most essential eating in a bed and cool, hey, good luck on your blue morpho yes, adventure you. in the Amazon thank you
3: oh I forgot to ask
0: And when you come back, you have stories for us on air.
3: Yeah, looking forward. It's been
0: the August 10th, 2009 Watt from Pedro show. Keep your powder dry.